our, our gut bacteria produces about 95% of our serotonin. So imagine if your gut has leaky gut issues and your gut is not healed and intact and it's having its own problems. So then imagine that gut brain highway, for instance, how somebody might have mood issues or stress issues or sleep issues. Uh, in addition, we have a lot of people who we see improvement with skin conditions. So eczema, psoriasis, allergies, acne. We actually completed a study that shows that our megasporbiotic can help decrease acne, lesions, inflammation by about 50% in 30 days. So how interesting is that there's the skin connection and we just launched a new product that's primarily available for trade shows, but it's called Serene Skin. And that's because of the gut and the skin connection. Amazing. Um, in addition, we have a lot of autoimmune people we work with. So Hashimoto's, Crohn's, Lyme, Lupus, there's a huge correlation with autoimmune issues and the gut. And then there's what I call the catch-all basket. So you have your SIBO patients, C. diff patients, um, which is loose stools for lots of different reasons. And then rheumatoid arthritis, parasites, UTIs, candida. I mean, sometimes I laugh because I'm like, is there anything that's not connected to the gut? You are listening to the ultimate biohack for women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within. Reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn their cells on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement, a movement that is sure to hack your soul. I'm really excited to bring this live to you because we have a special gift at the end. So you're going to want to hang in there and just see what that's all about because you're going to want to win this gift. And uh, this I am bringing to you right now, I am bringing to you the glorious Robin Maitland. She's the Colorado account manager for Microbiome Labs, an innovative company offering restorative health products, focusing on gut healing and supporting the immune system. She's worked in the health and wellness industry for over 20 years as an educator for many other reputable companies as well, including Highlands Homeopathics and Organic India. She's passionate about education, wellness, and self-empowerment, and has utilized various holistic modalities in her own healing journey with great success. And you know how important that is to me. So I'm really glad we get to talk about this, Robin. Robin's aim is to inspire others to be their best selves, elevating individuals to affect positive change both within themselves and for the planet. Welcome, Robin. Thank you so much. You did a really great job zipping through that, by the way. That was impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So glad to, I'm so glad to have you here. You know, what we're going to do today is we're going to, as you know, we're going to talk about uh, immunity and gut health and the importance of keeping your microbiome happy and healthy so that you have resiliency. So that's going to be the primary. I think we're going to have a part two too, aren't we Robin? We're going to do part two at some point. Awesome. Yeah. Cause this is a really big topic. Is this like really overwhelming? I have to call her a lot and ask her the same question over and over because I'm like, how do I comprehend all this stuff myself? But I have to say that Robin, you're amazing at it, boiling it down into terms that people can understand. And uh, I really appreciate that because so often a lot of this kind of conversation can go over our heads a little bit. And we miss the point and we don't really have you know, any direction uh, in those conversations. So I'm so grateful that you're here and I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. I, I know we just started working together recently and uh, you, like many people, will text and call and email and say, can we chat about this again? 
uh, I was telling you that Microbiome Labs, we have maybe 25 products. So our product line is expanding pretty quickly, uh, but still it's, it's relatively small enough to just get a grip on the basics. Um, I jokingly say it's kind of like Mexican food. You know, it's a lot of the same ingredients. Like, how do you arrange it? Do you start with a product that's going to help neutralize toxins and then do a gut rebuild? Or do you just dive right into our flagship probiotic? Um, so I'm so grateful I've connected with you uh, and that you're a powerhouse in elevating and supporting your community as well, especially the ladies out there. Um, and if there's any time, of course, we'll talk about just very briefly well, I can just mention now my past was I had endometriosis in my mid thirties. And so through homeopathic uh, work and also with a naturopathic chiropractor, a functional medicine doc, um, I basically was, I was able to, it was a very long daunting journey, um, but I was definitely able to bypass a lot of the kind of scarier applications, hormone suppression and cauterizing and things like that and uh, holistically heal so I just have a lot of compassion for people who are on their own healing journey. It's expensive, it's challenging, it requires faith building. Um, so I definitely love to, in any capacity, especially for women who go through a lot of things, uh, to advocate for them. Mm. Amen. Amen. Me too, girl. Yeah, yeah. And then also, I would love to, uh, and congratulations, by the way, that's, that's a big thing to overcome. It, it was a toughie and it's not one size fits all, right? So, I mean, endometriosis right. is just a challenging thing to try and figure out what the heck is the culprit. Um, but at the same time, I wish I could just encapsulate that and say, here's the, the way that you address this. Um, but there's emotions that are tied to healing and mm -hmm. you know, then that can be linked to dis-ease. So that was the homeopathic end of things. I'm a big fan. Um, but then on oh. top of that, you know, just recalibrating the body. And quite frankly, um, being in the health sector for 20 years, I've worked with a lot of organic brands and, and different companies, like you said, Highlands Homeopathics and Organic India. They offer adaptogenic herbs to help balance the body. But working with Microbiome Labs as the rep for the last three years in Colorado, I'm outside of Denver. Um, this, the gut healing piece and this conversation around the gut, I'm, we're just scratching the surface as humans much mm. less our company has been around for about eight years. So we're still relatively young, but growing very exponentially. But it's just an amazing layer that, you know, had I known even back then, which is ironic because the functional medicine doc I worked with, he did scribble megasporbiotic or flagship probiotic on a piece of paper I found when I first started with Microbiome Labs. He scribbled on a paper eight years ago when he was helping me with acupuncture and dietary changes. He knew back then and our company was maybe a year old that I needed to heal my gut. Wow. Is that amazing? Yeah, it's crazy. That is really cool though, how it all comes around circles for a full, full circle. Yes. Yeah. Woo. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm curious how much of the healing process would you say was related to healing your microbiome? Back then or currently? Cause I'm a student mm. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Of um, course. I would say back then I, I wasn't aware. I was doing, like I said, acupuncture and mm. uh, so many other applications. Uh, so there were a lot of healing modalities in the mix. And in, when you're on your own journey, it's, it's hard to determine, do I buy all the supplements today? Do I go the allopathic route over here because it requires mm. me to do so? So that's why I say it's very faith building. It can be very discouraging too. It's like, you know, one step forward and a sidestep and a back step, and it's, it's just a lot. Um, but currently today, I, I did discover and I came to terms with the fact that working with microbiome labs and learning more about the gut, that I have my own leaky gut issues. Um, 
you know, endotoxemia and leaky gut are like perforations, little tears in the gut lining. Things can leak into the body and the body responds to that causing inflammation. And that inflammatory response is linked to so many different conditions, skin conditions, autoimmune conditions, arthritis, it goes on and on. So I was able to review my history in life from medications I used, antibiotic use when I was younger for acne and skin, um, years that you're not treating yourself well, your party years. I mean, there's so many different things in the mix that I realized, well, that's why I have a dairy sensitivity. I believe when I eat dairy, um, I will have, you know, my nose will run immediately. I get very congested. And I just thought, well, it's, you know, it's because dairy isn't always clean, especially, you know, I try and buy organic, but if you're out somewhere and you eat something, maybe it's what's in the dairy. And I had the myth, even in the health sector, that you know, maybe you just develop allergies over time and this is what happened. But after learning more about the gut, I realized you know, so many things from endometriosis and then everyday occurrences, which can bombard our, our microbiome. But certainly I think that's why I have a dairy sensitivity today is because of leaky gut. Ah, wow. Yeah, it totally makes sense, right? When you start to understand how it all works. And so just kind of as a beginning point here, I think for because not everyone listening to this is going to know even what the microbiome is or leak, probably leaky gut because I talk about it. But maybe if we could kind of, and I know you just t- uh, touched on that, but how leaky gut, how a, how you would figure a, a, a milk allergy or an allergy to anything for that matter could be related to leaky gut. Like if someone was like, oh, how do I, how do I know? So if we could kind of cover those two concepts, the microbiome and how do I know if I have leaky gut? Sure. Um- I mean, obviously it's really hard. There's a lot of different ways in which people determine things. I work with so many different practitioners. So there's practitioners that do muscle testing. There's practitioners that run blood work. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you can kind of take a look at something. Um, But when I started our flagship probiotic, which we'll talk about the megasporbiotic, and we'll talk about the action of spores and spore-based bacteria and how different they are. I was given a list of 30 or 40 different conditions or ailments where megasporbiotic was indicated by itself. And we've added some other products to round out a total gut restorative healing protocol, but just the megaspore by itself was indicated to be helpful. And when I go through that list in my mind, what, they, what we were seeing is that we see improvement, for instance, with people who have uh, sleep issues or mood or stress, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's patients. Now we're not making claims, but just saying that you can see improvement when it comes to the gut brain connection, for instance. Our, our gut bacteria produces about 95% of our serotonin. So imagine if your gut has leaky gut issues and your gut is not healed and intact and it's having its own problems. So then imagine that gut brain highway, for instance, how somebody might have mood issues or stress issues or sleep issues. Uh, in addition, we have a lot of people who we see improvement with skin conditions. So eczema, psoriasis, allergies, acne. We actually completed a study that shows that our megasporbiotic can help decrease acne, lesions, inflammation by about 50% in 30 days. So how interesting is that? There's the skin connection and we just launched a new product that's primarily available for trade shows, but it's called Serene Skin. And that's because of the gut and the skin connection. Amazing. Um, In addition, we have a lot of autoimmune people we work with. So Hashimoto's, Crohn's, Lyme, lupus, there's a huge correlation with autoimmune issues and the gut. And then there's what I call the catch-all basket. So you have your SIBO patients, C. diff patients, um, which is loose stools for lots of different reasons. And SIBO for anybody who doesn't know is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. We have a lot of acronyms we kick around all the time. Um, And then rheumatoid arthritis, parasites, UTIs, candida. 
I mean, sometimes I laugh because I'm like, is there anything that's not connected to the gut? And mm. a couple months ago, I had like a little earache and I'm like, is this gut related? But you know, they call it the second brain and it's the center, mm. it's the core of your body. So imagine, so I don't know that there's one um, sign that would say mayday, you have leaky gut, but with 70 million people having gut issues and we get re-bombarded every single day and it's because of environmental toxins, because of dietary changes, antibiotic use is just bonkers, steroids. And then there's the big offenders. If you eat junky, drink, smoke, whatever, or maybe you have a surgery and all of a sudden you're thrown on medication or in the world at large with stress levels, your stress goes through the roof. So there's just so many things that impact the gut daily. Yeah, that's, it's so true. Yeah, I, you're right on. And all of those symptoms could be a pointer towards the possibility of a leaky gut. Yeah. So I would say if you have, it's not to say all of it is just linked to that, but if you happen to have specific food sensitivities or allergies, or you're having skin rashes, um, you know, or you're having inflammatory pain in the body, I would say there is a pretty high chance that you've got some gut issue going on. And the great thing is we'll talk about the products we have because our products are very living bacteria um, and they also help to recondition the gut environment and they adapt to the environment. And as a side note, you were saying, okay, for like layman's terms, like what the heck is the microbiome? Microbiome yeah. is all the bacteria in our body and on our body. And so our microbiome, our gut flora, the bacteria in our body is unique to us like a snowflake. Nobody else has your microbiome. Nobody else has micro microbiome. You know, the way that we're created, the way that we came into this world, the way that we develop, the things that we obviously are exposed to. We also need, by the way, a huge mix of diverse bacteria in our body. We mm -hmm. want bacterial or microbial diversity in our gut. We don't want just a certain amount of strains. We need a whole mix because scientists link that to healthy immune function. So now more than ever, God bless the world, we're all trying to do our best to navigate and figure things out, but by, and, and now it's summertime, so people are out and they can play, but certainly, and, and I've done this too, when you keep yourself from other people and then you have yourself a mask on and you're sanitizing the heck out of things, we're doing this because we feel it a necessity, but we're diminishing our microbial diversity by default. It's no one's fault. And now more than ever, green leafy vegetables, the right type of probiotic, hugging somebody if you can, pets, we have a phytospore. We have a probiotic that helps improve leaky gut based on a study for dogs and cats. Well, animals come in the yard and they bring microbes in on their nose and fur, and then we exchange that with them. So we want their microbiome to be rocking because we love them. We want them to feel better and not have, you know, gas or diarrhea or what have you. But at the same time, the health of your pet's microbiome directly helps impact the health of the family's microbiome. Mm. It's That's so beautiful. I know. And, it, and if you think about that, if you can improve... Uh, leaky gut, like as a quick side note with animals, for instance, again, there are furry friends, you know, in Colorado, like dogs rain, they ride in the sidecar of a motorcycle and they go up ski lifts, you know, like we love our animals out here, especially, but, but their leaky gut situation can show up, like I said, with uh, gastric issues and uh, skin conditions and rashes, but even behaviorally, we've seen that. Mm. So when you help to improve their, their microbiome, again, and we're hugging them and we're exchanging microbes, we want to take all that in that's a bonus. But then if you think about what's the bigger picture there, what about the animals we consume? What about the food supply chain? Animals that are pumped full of antibiotics or they're fed certain grains, GMOs and pesticides, we consume that. So think about the bigger picture of how amazing that would be if you could then go out there and you could impact the animals we consume and heal their gut. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> important. <laughs> it's cool. It's very cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's all connected and interrelated. And, you know, I think it's the most amazing thing that our, our individual microbiome biome is as individual as our fingerprint. Absolutely. I mean, literally. And you know, what's interesting is I work with people that are super healthy eaters. Like we just never know what's in the gut. We don't know who's there. Is there an overgrowth of different bacteria, fungi, parasites? So I work with people who are very healthy eaters and we'll talk about the application of Megaspore and why we apply it slow because it's a very potent probiotic. Um, but they may have a little more detox. We'll talk about the detox phase when you first start introducing this because maybe they travel more than the next guy and they've picked up more bugs or parasites or maybe they have more pets than the next person. You know, so you just never know who's in there, what they're doing there, what the imbalance may be. It's, it's really interesting because that is how unique your microbiome is to you. Yeah, that's so cool. So, you know, I, I pretty much all my patients, anyone who ever comes to me, they're like, yeah, I take probiotics. Like that's, you know, everyone's taking a probiotic vitamin D and zinc right now, right? Could you maybe talk about the difference between a spore-based probiotic and what, what you're offering with Microbiome Labs versus other probiotics? Yeah, it's a huge question. So certainly there are tons, like you said, of probiotics out there and there's room for lots of different players. But the difference is, is that we work with bacteria that are called bacillus strains and they have a spore form. So the spore ultimately is an endospore. It's an outer tough coating, kind of like a seed. And when I first started with the company, um, by the way, as a quick little side note, the founders of the company, Microbiome Labs, Kiran Krishnan is a microbiologist and has a score of virologist, which is pretty awesome to have him at the helm right now with the world. And then Dr. Tom Bain is a chiropractor, functional medicine guy, really nice, great salt of the earth guys, Chicago based. Um, but when I first started, I knew Kiran personally. I went to him and said, so I'm a little confused because we have, and I'll show you the bottle here, brought my little live props, but our Megaspore Biotic, I was like, we have this five-year shelf-stable recyclable plastic bottle. And so I'm completely confused because I was always trained dark amber glass in the fridge. Yes. Your probiotics because they're these living creatures. And I said, so how is it feasible that we have this, this shelf-stable product? And he said, because spore-based probiotics or bacteria are very different than just regular bacteria. And so this is what gets pretty trippy. He said, you know, first of all, these bacteria have been around for literally millions of years. They're incredibly resilient. They're also very intelligent. And I'll touch on that too. But I, I was thinking that's a little preposterous, millions of years. But then we had an Instagram post a year ago that showed one of the spore bacteria we work with that a university in California found this bacteria in a honeybee fossilized in amber from 25 million years ago and they revived it. So I was like, ah, hold on, hold, hold, hold the mic. Right. Oh my God. Right. That's just I like, tell you, that's one of my very favorite factoids. It's like how we're talking back in time. So he yeah. said, you know, because that tough outer coating, they're so darn resilient. Now he said, if you think about this, you know, Quran is really big on science and research and studies and data. So that's one thing that also sets us apart. We have a microbiologist at the helm who invests a ton of time and money into research. So he can actually back up his claims. We're not just selling stuff and saying it works. He has many, many studies that are published and always in the works. So Megaspore Biotic, we have a published studies with ulcerative colitis, irritable bowel syndrome, leaky gut, diverticulitis. There's so many different gut issues. But what he said to me was he researched the spores we work with. And we work with five different bacteria, bacillus strains, and there's 4 billion of them combined in our Megaspore. So it's five bacteria and 4 billion of those guys. And so what he did though, is he researched them. He wanted to find out what's the survivability of these bacteria. 
he found that 99.9%, so almost 100% of our spores survive heat and light and UV light exposure. So when you're shipping your probiotic to even get to the consumer, you're lucky if the bacteria arrives alive. And that's why they put it in dark amber glass and then immediately refrigerate it. But then he also researched, well, what's the survivability of these bacteria getting into the body? So we have stomach acids, we have bile, we have a gastric system, we have 98 degrees. It's a really harsh environment. So if your probiotic can survive the first leg of the journey and then get into the second leg of the journey, that's phenomenal. He found again, almost 100% of our spores with their tough outer coatings survived the second leg of the journey. So number one, you get what you pay for. Number two, you have these very resilient species that are able to get through all of these challenges. And then we'll talk about too, like once what they do once they're in the body. But that's the most phenomenal thing. And then Kiran also researched other probiotic leading companies in the market, the top sellers, yogurt companies, some of the really high-end products I used to buy that were a lot of money in the dark, in the fridge. And he found that some of those products actually contained 0% living bacteria. Some had two to five. I think another high-end brand had about 20%. So what, what we talked about too, is you can actually have benefit from dead bacteria initially, which is great. You can have a pH mm-hmm. shift. You can get benefit for some time, but it's often why people say I had this amazing probiotic. It was working wonders and it just seemed to stop working or I plateaued or I don't feel like I'm progressing anymore. And that's also why people rotate their probiotics. They take one for a while and then they get this benefit and they go, well, I'll go on to the next. So the cool thing is with spore-based probiotic, you get resilience. And then we'll talk in a moment about the intelligence piece, but you also don't have to keep rotating them. And you also don't have to refrigerate them and you get what you pay for. So they're very, very different living creatures in their action. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's very clear. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much a fan of rotating supplements out. And what I love about your line is that you have, you have a good collection of things that we could do the rotations through within the spore-based probiotic uh, availability of what you have, you know, instead of going to something else. And, you know, I know you've, we could do, we could just have this conversation all day and I don't know if you want to talk about it right now, but I think one of the pieces I would like to touch on is, you know, there's quite a few people that I see and they'll say, oh yeah, I don't have any gut issues because they're not constipated or having diarrhea, heartburn, right? No, but they've got autoimmunity, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, you know, all these things. And, um, and you know, the, the reality is this is my perspective, but the reality is what we know to be true is that our soils are completely depleted. The toxicity that wears in our air and our water and all the things we consume, the food, the couches, the new cars, uh, is so high. Our stress is so high. It just, you know, we're, we're under, we're overfed and undernourished and we're, our bodies are depleted to such a degree that there's this, um, like elevation, extreme elevation of people enjoying things like monsters and Red Bulls and energy drinks and, you know, taking all the energy pills and the noons and, you know, (laughs) caffeine all day. And it's just because we're so depleted, but it's so hard to see. And I guess I'm just saying all this to come back to the point of, uh, one of the points I think we can discuss here is the importance of, you know, and, and you may feel differently about this. I just think there are some things in the way society is today that we're probably going to have to do until we re-nourish our land yes. and get rid of the toxins in our environment. We're going to have to continually support our body like on a day-to-day basis, not just eat more greens and hope you get there. No. And you also feel the same way. Yes, absolutely. And in my previous job, when I was traveling and, and selling and educating with adaptogenic herbs, 
um, that was the big thing with the Organic India conversation was really educating on GMOs and pesticides impacting soil and land and, and the body and, and people's lives. So I, I definitely, I'm, I'm not a purist. I don't, I mean, I'm a human being. I'd love to, I have to clean up some of the things on my own diet too. But like you said, just eating a certain way isn't sufficient. And then just taking tons of supplements also isn't sufficient because your body might not even be absorbing them. So it's kind of like putting a bandaid on top of things. Now people take Megaspore in our products certainly, and they don't want to alter certain things about their lifestyle. The products are still very effective, but at the same time, if you're going to, like if you're going to do a candida cleanse and you try to stop eating sugar for a period of time and the carbs, it's going to help in that process. It's like jumpstarting the whole thing. Doesn't mean that our product, for instance, we have a product called Mega Microbalance. It's currently out of stock, but we do have a candida specific product that would still really help. But people will say, but do I have to change this or drink more water or whatever? I'm like, you don't have to, but the two working in conjunction, you're obviously going to be able to expedite things, expedite healing. So um, absolutely, I think that we kind of have this uphill battle. And the other thing is we don't graduate. So we'll talk again a little there bit. It is. <laughs> I know we'll talk a little bit more. I'll tell you more some of the facts on the Megaspore and how to apply it and the benefit. Um, but you know, some people will have, will take this product. We say, if you're taking Megaspore a good four to six months is ideal. And the reason why is because we've had all this past damage. We get rebombarded every day. People get this amazing recondition, reconditioning and they're like, I'm good, right? And I would love to say yes and just sayonara. However, if people are willing after they get some reconditioning and healing to even take the spores one or two days a week as a maintenance dose is fantastic um, because the spores are in the body for 10 days up to three weeks. So I always say you want a bacteria to arrive alive. You want a living organism, not something that's dead. You want something that's not gonna just be in and out of the body. Our spores are transient, they move around. We're gonna talk about the intelligence piece and they're biphasic. So, and we'll talk too about how they go into spore form. But, but the intelligence piece is when they feel like they're in danger, they go into spore form. And when they encounter critters, they come out of spore form. So I'll touch on that a little bit more too. But unfortunately, like you said, whether it's diet, environment, you know, cleaning agents in our home, whatever it may be, a lot of people think that EMS impact the microbiome and our bacteria. And now we're lighting up with 5G. So, you know, it's, it's a challenging thing, but it's most ideal if you can continue just keeping these guys flowing in your system a little bit, because they're in there busy doing their work, reconditioning and healing the gut environment. Which is constantly being impacted and bombarded. So you constantly have to recondition at this point in time. Yeah. I mean, even if you eat really clean and you're strict about it, you're, you may be exposed to GMOs or pesticides and you will be. Um, uh, even gluten-free products, you know, we have a product called Wheat Rescue that helps break down the gluten proteins. You and I will do a part two, we'll talk about some more products, but that is also linked to, uh, we have a hard time breaking that down. And so uh, we formulated that product with Dr. Tom O'Brien, who's a big, huge proponent of talking about autoimmune issues and how things are linked to, uh, you know, gluten. And the, the problem with that is, is that he always talks about that 32% of gluten-free products out there still contain measurable gluten. So if you're sensitive to that and you're still eating well, you know, then you're getting impacted by that too. So it's not to have a depressing conversation. It's just to be realistic about this yeah. and move slowly. And the good news is that there is hope because we are finding more and more things and solutions, especially with our research. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. This isn't about doom and gloom. And it's also important to recognize that, you know, things are not like they were in the fifties today, you know? 
we had one bacterial infection or we had, you know, a, a gout in a toe, right? It's like- Things are yeah. not like they were in the 50s. In fact, I'd like to go back to the 80s. Thank you very much. <laughs> no cool. kidding. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's just such a more complex- Sickness and disease is just so complex. It's not just one thing anymore. So I would love, love, love if you would just tap in on the connection between the microbiome and our immunity. So one thing before I talk about the immunity piece, I wanted to talk to you about spores a, a little bit more, if I may. Yeah, um, please. Because the spore is still a little, it's very complex and people, I like to just break things down into very basic terms. Um, I don't like to get too techie because it took me some time to get this too. But again, the spore is an endospore. It's a tuft outer seed-like coating. So the spores, the bacteria before we bottle them, our founders have a proprietary way that they have found that they create an environment in the bacteria sense that they have to protect themselves. So we're gonna talk in a second about how intelligent these critters are. So they basically sense they're in danger and they go, not today. And they go back into spore form. And they, I picture like they roll up like an armadillo is how I picture that but they have that tough outer coating and that's what allows them to be shelf stable, helps them to make their way through the shipping process into the body. And then, like I said, when they're in the body, they're there for 10 days, three weeks, they're not in and out quickly. Like I said, they're transient, they move around. And the biphasic piece is that once the spores are in the body, again, we don't know who's in there. Do you have an overgrowth of parasites? Do you have an overgrowth of E. coli or salmonella? Now we are a Petri dish. We are made up of all kinds of things. We all have H. pylori. We all have candida, we all have parasites. Our stance is not to come in and just eradicate, nuke everybody out of there. They live in harmony and synergy and have their purpose, but when things become overgrown like candida, there can be a problem. So what we're trying to do is we, we introduce these spores and then when the spores encounter different bacteria or critters, they will literally come out of spore form. So I picture like they flower is how I see it. But each of our five bacteria they start to release different healing agents into the environment. So they're uniquely adapting to your environment based on who's there and what they're doing. And they ultimately start to create an inhospitable environment by releasing things like B vitamins, natural antibiotics, lactic acid. So they're in there doing their job and they're basically trying to clean up the environment. They start to recondition and heal the gut. And then an overgrowth of unwanted critters naturally just begin to, to start to die off. So when we introduce megasporbiotic, it's on our website, it's also on the back of the bottle. We do have slow titration or dosing schedules. Mm -hmm. So we say, start with one capsule every other day, week one. Then you titrate to one cap of megaspore every day, week two. And then the goal is to get to two caps a day. And the reason why we introduce slowly is because in that time period, when things start to naturally die off, it can cause detox or die off symptoms just for some people, not for everyone. So those are typically benign. They're usually just the first week or two, first couple days, if it even occurs. And usually it shows up as some extra gas, loose stools, some bloating. You might get nausea, headache, or fatigue. But again, it's usually a couple days and it's not too bad. Now, if anyone is saying, gosh, I'm just really, I had a friend that I gave Megaspore to, and she was very, very bloated, very, very gassy. And she thought, I'm never getting to two capsules a day. She also happened, and this is just in my opinion, she also had a lot of pets and she'd run like an animal shelter at one point. So I thought, I wonder if she has just more parasites. I don't know. Um, her partner was rocking. Her partner was just like cruising, getting to the two caps, no problem. Uh, so what we tell people is the spores are in there cleaning up the environment. Don't stop cold turkey and unplug on them while they're working. Titrate down to a lower dose, maybe a half cap or a quarter cap if you're highly sensitive, and then keep going. 
And the cool thing is the spores have that tough outer coating so you can open our capsule and sprinkle the spores in food or beverage, cold or warm temperatures. People put them in room diffusers and neti pots, they bake with them because they're so darn resilient. So I always say you want your bacteria to arrive alive. Then they're in the body, in the body cleaning things up and they have that action of helping to uniquely adapt to your gut environment. Eventually they go back into spore form and then you will defecate them. Now the other cool intelligence piece is there is a way that bacteria communicate with each other. It's called quorum sensing. I'd like to learn more about this, mm -hmm. but they're having their own microcosm in our bodies. So imagine it's like our bacteria will scan other bugs and say, are you my friend? Or are you my foe? And if they determine you're an unwanted bug, they will come out of spore form, start to release their healing agents. And their aim is to break down that pathogen, break down that critter. It's very, very fascinating stuff. So that's why Kiron says, hey, these guys are highly resilient, been around for millions of years, and they're also so intelligent. And what's great is you can take Megaspore with a lot of antibiotics as well. And some antibiotics can wreak havoc on the body for up to two years. I talk to people every day on antibiotics, multiple antibiotics, steroids, medications, what have you. And so because they, these spores, when they think they're in danger, they're like, no, no, not today. You can actually safely take them with most antibiotics and they protect themselves. Wow. I know. Isn't that it's crazy? like so hard to wrap my head around that. <laughs> that's why we'll keep talking. And I was <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's why I would love to come back as many times as you'd like. Um, so that's just to say, that's a little bit more about the action of the spores. What is megaspore? How does it differ? You know, you can certainly take other probiotics, definitely, you know, anything that people feel comfortable with, but just make sure you have a living bacteria that's backed by science. And then again, that's the action of that. So now you asked me the question about immune function, and we do have maybe another time we can talk about some of our immune-based products because we launched three products in the last year in response to the world at large. Um, but in terms of immune function, it's pretty darn simple. If 70% of your immune system comes from the gut, if the gut bacteria produces about 95% of your serotonin, that's your good brain fuel stuff. Feel good hormone, the neurotransmitter, yeah. So imagine this, heal the gut, and you're going to be supporting your immune system. Heal the gut, and you're going to be helping with the gut-brain access and your connection. So it's not a, it's that not that much more complicated. Right now, people are trying to do everything they can, like you said, taking higher levels of D and zinc and various different applications. And it's not one size fits all. But in my personal opinion, if somebody and I'm just going to bring up the COVID situation, if somebody is obviously doesn't want to get COVID, nobody wants to get COVID. If somebody already had it if somebody is long hauling, if somebody um, is saying the vac vaccine is not for me or somebody is getting prepped to get the vaccine or their second shot or they, they did get the vaccine. This is not about any of the, the stuff around that. That's just to say in my personal assessment as this one example, heal the gut, heal the gut, heal the gut because that's going to help you on all these other levels as your body responds, whether it's an inflammation response, whether it's a sleeplessness issue, whether, you know, whatever it may be. So that's my, the main thing is, is now more than ever, obviously, yes, eat your green leafy vegetables, put your hand in some dirt, go on a hike, breathe in as much as you can when you're out in fresh air, hug your pet, all of those things to increase your diversity. But all of that, when you also increase that diversity is linked to immune function. Mm. Mm, so good. So you mentioned something about the spores. Eventually they go in, they do their work and eventually you excrete them. So, you know, there's this, been this conversation of, uh, in, the, in the probiotic conversation that is, 
probiotic seed or no, they don't seed. They're only there for a short time. No, they go in and they stay for a long time. Like there's all this like back and forth about it. What's your opinion on all of it? Well, I was told that we actually have spores naturally occurring in our body. Mm. So, you know, the, again, I just always go back to the basics of, to me, my mind was kind of blown apart, like anything I'd ever been told about traditional probiotics, because that's all we knew until there was more science on this type of different type of bacteria um, that, that you don't have to imagine, like you were talking about the gut environment, like imagine it being a garden, right? That is not been tended to, it's malnourished and what have you. So by introducing these bacteria that are uniquely working with your garden, um, then that you're going to have a different effect than the next person based on your personal needs. So um, in terms of like the seeding conversation, I'm not as familiar with like what other people's approaches, and maybe you can share a little bit more of what you've heard. But to me, living organisms are the key period. If I'm going to be introducing any kind of bacteria that's not even living and it's not even serving much purpose and I'm not getting benefit from it, then, then I would be opting for a spore-based probiotic. That makes sense. Yeah. And if you're not getting a, a healthy, live, viable source, right. then it's not for sure not going to seed, you know? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, also the other part of that is you have your, what's beautiful about what you're offering is that we have, like you said, we have our own personal microbiome. It's all mine. And the spores go in there and they help support what is mine naturally, instead of just trying to put some some probiotic in and hope it works, you know? Right. You don't have to say like, well, we've got 50 billion of these guys, you know, sometimes there's so many put together and so many different types of strains and so, so many quantities are called CFUs, colonizing forming units. That's the number of those guys combined. If they're not even living creatures, then it's kind of a moot point and you could be wasting your money. So to me, let's work with the guys that are living that actually have intention and purpose to uniquely Reconditions we call megaspore the reconditioner of a healthy gut. That's the first step in a total gut restoration uh, system. And if I may, I'd love to jump into the pre and the mucosa to round out. So oh, yeah. again, the megaspore biotic, and you can go online and you can read more at microbiomelabs.com about the five different bacteria that are in here. And they do a whole myriad of things, amazing, amazing stuff. Um, also, you can you can give these to kiddos for kiddo dosing. So I work a lot, and that's a very individual conversation I would have with you, for instance, based on the need. Now, our founders found that the Megaspore Biotic, our flagship product, was going in, breaking down an overgrowth of bugs, healing and reconditioning the gut environment, helping improve leaky gut issues, endotoxemia, different levels of dysbiosis, things that are imbalanced. And then on top of that, we started these, seeing these beneficial keystone strains. So we have really important good guys in there. They're called keystone species. We started seeing some of these guys flourishing and going wild. So acromancia is the name of one, bifido. So our founders thought, okay, this is really interesting. These really important strains that are important for our gut health, which is important for our immunity, what can we do to design some kind of food combination to target feeding these guys? Because we want to elevate them. So then our founders set out and they came up with what's called the mega prebiotic. Now we have a mega prebiotic and we have a product called Mega Mucosa, which I'll talk about. They're both in powder form. This is a really fascinating training experience to talk about this guy. So this is a functional fiber blend. It's a powder. We also have a, an unflavored capsule version now. This has a little organic fruit extract. It does have some stevia. Some people love a powder. Some people love the sweet. Some people say, I can't do stevia. So they like the capsules, which are six a day, or you can take the unflavored powder and add it to your favorite beverage. But this is, these are clinically tested non-digestible fibers. 
And the three ingredients in the Mega Pre are not the pure ingredient, but sourced from these ingredients. They're called oligosaccharides. And I love to explain this because when we launched this, people were like, why would you put together those ingredients? But it's very interesting. So the three different oligosaccharides are derived from, one is from non-GMO organic green and gold kiwi fruit, including the rind. The other is from RBST free cow's milk. So it's a clean source of dairy. It's not the pure dairy, it's the oligosaccharides. There's no dairy proteins, but I'm gonna loop back to that. Okay. And then there's non-GMO corn cob, not the kernel, which lends itself often to allergies, but it's the cob. So when we launched this, people said, why would you have a derivative of corn or dairy in your product? And here's the interesting thing. When you get to the point, typically we say, start with Megaspore, slowly titrate and go through the slowly to get up to two caps. And that would be month one. And then month two, you're taking two Megaspore and you introduce a scoop of pre or six capsules of the pre. And so you're feeding the good guys. And it's counterintuitive that the prebiotic comes later. We don't wanna add food in before we clean house. So I always see, let's break down and kick out the bad guys. Let's elevate and bring more of the good guys and then bring the food delivery service later to the party. That's kind of how I see that. I love that because you never, you never know what you may be feeding otherwise, right? Right, so you don't wanna feed the good, bad and ugly. We have a whole mix of bacteria in there. So let's clean house first and then bring in the food. So the prebiotic comes later. And again, people said, well, why would you assemble these ingredients? Our founders did so much extensive research. It's called the first ever precision prebiotic. And they put together these ingredients because that's what these keystone species prefer. If you could have your favorite meal and you weigh in, you want it to come to the door, that's what they, they ordered, right? So, I mean, that's how I see these. They're, they're crazy critters. So <laughs> the prebiotic, when you get to the point where you're going to apply the prebiotic, and it could come in the second step. It may come third. In the case of SIBO patients, because SIBO is so reoccurring, we might do a whole bunch of work first, and then the prebiotic is very last. Once we know the coast is clear, then we add food. So this is not like a, a boxed-in protocol of just three months, only in this order, but we have a basic format for most people. And then we can rearrange, and I'll touch on that. But the, the prebiotic, we call it the reinforcer of a healthy gut. So you get reconditioned the healthy gut with Megaspore, and then you want to reinforce feeding a healthy gut with Megapre. When you get to the step, no matter where in the journey, you have to know your audience. If anybody is severely allergic or anaphylactic to, to dairy, kiwi, or corn, this is not your product, we would say skip this step, add organic fruit and vegetable fiber blend or something else of your choice. But people who are just sensitive or intolerant to these, some people try the pre and they go, yeah, it wasn't the best. Other people are fantastic with it and they're shocked. And the reason why is for weeks and months when you apply Megaspore and you start to heal the gut environment, improve leaky gut, then we start to see some of those food sensitivities improve. So it's a really interesting one you have to be able to kind of play around with. And you know, some people are like, I can't do it. So we understand that. But that is the reason why we assembled the ingredients we did and what we're trying to target with the pre. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's really cool. And I think about, you know, one of the things that sparked my attention with your company, because it's been in my field for some time, but you know, it, for a while, it was like, okay, another thing to learn. I don't have time for that. But then when I did, I did my own. So the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, you may not know you have a leaky gut until you get a test. Number one, <laughs> I yes. got tested. I found out I had leaky gut and I had all these, it was being caused by a mold toxicity and food sensitivities. And I have a really healthy diet, like a really, really healthy diet. And um, I'm, I, I feel good when I eat the foods that I eat. And so why would that be a problem? But what I came to learn about myself is that 
the almonds, the cashews, the turkey, the chicken, the walnuts, the, <laughs> all the things that I that are in my quote unquote healthy diet yeah. were actually causing harm to my gut, to my microbiome. And so that's when I started learning about your products and how it, how it's helping re, regenerate my gut lining and all that and help rebuild it all and stuff. It's very exciting, very exciting. And you're right. I mean, a lot of people, I think I always associated that and I was in the health sector. Well, I mean, I, I always said I have a stomach of steel because yeah. I just never, I never, I'm not one of those people who gets nauseous easily. I, I mean, I could have better regularity. There's always things that I'm like, okay, I can see it now. I can see it now. There's a lady out there and her name, I forgot her name, Mar uh, well, she's, she calls herself the queen of thrones, but she talks about castor oil uh, detox, but she was giving a talk and I love this. And she was saying, when you go to the bathroom, quick little funny side note. She said, imagine looking at an animal, they go outside, they squat and they have a bowel movement and they walk away. Like that's yeah. how their bowels are moving. It's normal. She said, if you are straining when you have a bowel movement, if you have very loose stools, if you have the snaky stools, you know, she calls it being a hyper wiper. Are you a hyper wiper? <laughs> you know, and I think that's the greatest thing ever. And I give you props lady when you're out there. Um, but I think about that, it's like, of course, now I'm paying more attention to my regularity and how things look and how I'm feeling, but I wasn't noticing those things. But I just assumed, you know, a lot of people, like you said, you would know you had some issue if you had diarrhea, for instance, or right. you're very flatulent or whatever it may be. But there are a lot of people who are walking around and they're like, I'm pretty good. And that's not to say everyone has it and everybody needs to freak out. Right. It's to say that it, there, there are all the things we mentioned earlier that can be associated and it's pretty, pretty surprising. Um, yeah. And I do want to say, looking back now, I, I'm pretty, I like to think of myself as pretty aware of my body. And yeah. what's really, really interesting is that I went to do the test and I, they had in the test kit, there's this little symptom checklist and you're like, Oh, check all the symptoms you have. And I, I was thinking I wasn't even going to need to like, look at it. You know, I was like, yeah, I probably don't have anything. And then headaches. Oh, check. Yeah. Uh, mood instability. Oh, check. And then it just started going check, 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 check. And I was like, oh my gosh, I did not realize I was feeling so bad. Yeah. I had COVID last year in November and I guess I, and I was a long hauler because of the mold toxicity and I didn't even know that at the time, mm. but I guess I just thought, because as a long hauler, it just seems like it's never going away. And I just chalked it up to this is the way my life is. And then, you know, in good old Brandy style, just put it behind you and move on and get your shit done, you know? And so, um, I think there's a lot of people that do that. They don't even realize how bad they feel until they start to do an analysis. Yeah. And the headache piece, I would think I agree with that. And also I believe, and again, we're not making any claims here at microbiome labs that we're curing anything or diagnosing people, sure. but we're just seeing great shifts and benefits. I believe that, and there is conversation of looking at the microbiome of COVID patients. I think that we're gonna start seeing some interesting correlation between maybe low levels of keystone species that could be a consistent norm because they do that with MS patients and autistic patients. You can look at the microbiome or the gut and I'm not citing anything factually cause I'm not a scientist, but I spoke with a lady recently, a trained who had, who has MS and she did say that. She said, they've looked at the microbiome of MS patients. Now. What's in there, I don't know, but maybe there's an overgrowth of certain species or an undergrowth of certain species. But I think that we're gonna start learning more as we proceed 
um, in the next, hopefully soon, but looking at the microbiome and being like, okay, there's some things going on here with bacteria and the gut piece related to this whole thing. That's just my suspicion. So the other thing I wanted to mention, and also by the way, every single day, SIBO, parasites, Lyme, mold, um, C. diff. I mean, those are like some of the big ones, but mold and autoimmune stuff all the time. We hear about it every day, practically, and SIBO. Uh, so the other guy I wanted to touch on briefly, and I've got two products left to talk about quickly, okay. is the Megaspore Biotic is the reconditioner. Then you start to layer. So imagine stacking these products if you're going to do about a three-month minimum protocol. And so then you would get to month three is going to be two Megaspore, a scoop of Mega Pre, or you can add the unflavored capsules for prebiotic. And then the cherry on top is our Mega Mucosa. So we call this guy the rebuilder. Yep, yep. Yeah. Now, this is one of my very favorites. And I do want before... I, I just sort of like round out about this. I wanted to show you guys this product called Mega IgG 2000. And I always like to talk about this a little earlier on when I talk about Megaspore. So, and the reason why I mention this is that it is part of what's in the mucosa. So Mega IgG is my current favorite product. It is a capsule version. And these are bovine serum derived immunoglobulins. So it's not your vegan friendly product that is sourced from bovine, but ours is dairy free. So there is some IgG out in the market that people, um, people prefer ours because there's no dairy lactose casing or whey in our IgG. But these immunoglobulins, what's really cool is you can apply the IgG. Um, they will neutralize, bind up and help expel toxins. So imagine you start taking the Megaspore, you're feeling a little junky, things are dying off, you've got some of those detox symptoms, really awesome time to add in some of that IgG. Imagine things are dying off, let's gather all that up and get that out of there. So that's one way you can use IgG is for die off or detox, any kind of detox symptoms, I would definitely recommend it. When people indulge and eat kind of junky and have their burger Friday, people on our team will take Megaspore and they add in some IgG. Our, our full dose is four capsules. So I always start with two and then I, after about a week or so, I'll titrate up to two, two times a day. So four caps. I take four caps on a regular basis because we're always exposed to toxins. So anytime somebody's traveling, if they've picked up a bug and they have loose stools, they have C. diff or they're feeling kind of junky, I always say add in IgG. Our Southern rep where I grew up in the South, she calls it the biscuit that stops at the gravy, which is hilarious to me. So people remember that I'm taking this, this, and this, and I'm taking the biscuit. So I love the IgG. It's tried and true. And we can also increase a higher levels of IgG for a shorter period of time, oftentimes with mold and Lyme patients. And you and I can you know, delve more into that when we talk some more. So IgG, one of my very favorite products. And then the mega mucosa I was mentioning to round out our total gut restoration, minimum of three month protocol, mega spore, then stacking mega pre, cherry on top is mega mucosa. This has some IgG in it, just the milligram count is a little bit less than in the capsule. And we add amino acids and polyphenols. And so we call the uh, mega mucosa the rebuilder of a healthy gut. And so the ingredients that are in I the IgG and the amino acids and polyphenols really help to neutralize those toxins, but start to rebuild your gut. So our intestines have this lining inside and it's called a mucosal gut barrier. And it should be really thick and velvety and it's a filter. And it gets really worn thin for many people for what we talked about, your diet and your stress and your environment and all the things. So we want to ni nicely rebuild that. Uh, the ingredients that are in the mega mucosa are part of what really helped to re rebuild and thicken up that mucosal gut barrier. So we call it recondition, reinforce and rebuild. And I call it a three, two, one punch if you're just going in the normal order. So you, you know, lay down the ground, we're getting, you know, 
two megaspore, and then you do the two months of prebiotic and then one month of mega mucosa. Now that doesn't mean you just take the total gut restoration for just three months. Some people may take it for six. Some people may say, I wanna take this for as long as I can because I've been on so many antibiotics and that has obliterated my gut and I need to really get in there, rebuild it. Now we have seen in some cases that Crohn's patients, um, a lot of people on antibiotic use, there was a lady going in for chemo and she, her gut was gonna get really blasted. Sometimes we'll start with mega mucosa and we'll just do that like a scoop for a week or two. Let's help the patient feel better. Let's neutralize toxins. Let's start to rebuild the gut. Let's give them some love. And then we can come in with megaspore and start to do a nice gut rebuild. We would always just say, just wait to add the pre sometime later in these cases. So we're not feeding anybody unwanted. And that's what I mean when I say it's meant to be a little interchangeable. And I jokingly say it's like the Mexican food because it's just a lot of the same ingredients. And I told you this once and you, you and I talked the other day and you were like, Hey, I'm thinking this and that. And once the practitioners get a, a grip on the basics, then it's just sort of like, how, how do I want to arrange these products based on the case and the scenario? Yeah. So there's no wrong way to do it, but sometimes it's more ideal. Like, let's start here and then we'll do this. So that is, that's our total gut restoration. And then of course the biscuit, I call the mega IgG 2000 is my very favorite. And as a side note, that mega IgG 2000 capsule, it does help to also rebuild the gut lining. So if you get to a point where uh, you're about to apply this mega mucosa, which also has organic fruit extract and some stevia, we have to, in this case, we don't have an unflavored mucosa. Uh, we have to boost the flavor profile because the amino acids are very stringent. So people just wouldn't drink it. But if somebody gets to this point and they just say it's too sweet or I don't like the flavor and they just don't want to take it or they can't do stevia, then we would say, you know what, instead of omitting that, take four IgG capsules and then we have a really fantastic full spectrum fish oil and you could take two of those as well because fish oil helps also reduce inflammation in the body. So four IgG and two fish oil, which increases diversity, also helps reduce inflammation, rebuilds the gut, helps to repair cells. Those two products combined, it's not gonna be apples to apples with the same ingredients as the mega mucosa. But in, in lieu of skipping that step, that's what I definitely recommend. I love that. Okay, and so, cause we're giving away as a raffle, the total gut restoration program. Yes. Could you just review exactly what that includes now that we've heard about all the products? Yes, absolutely. So thank you all so much for joining today and Brandy for having me. I think that you're amazing and we haven't met in person yet, but we will. We will. Um, we will. So uh, I wanted to say for the people who were tuning in today, thank you for joining. Um, you can obviously, we, we are a practitioner exclusive brand. So we only sell to people who are certified and licensed and we want that. So it can be something that's a special type of product line, um, but you can work directly with Dr. Brandy. And I believe that she has a link that she can send people to also order products. So obviously reach out to her and she can help walk you through designing protocols, ordering the products. So you get that through your practitioners. Um, but I wanted to say thank you for people joining today. And as a nice giveaway, what, I, uh, what the recap of the products is one lucky winner will receive our total gut restoration system. So it's our megaspore biotic to recondition the gut. And that's going to be a 30 day supply. So that's your first month. And then we're also going to be giving a mega prebiotic, like we mentioned, the reinforcer. So you're going to feed the good guys. And then ultimately, we're also going to be adding in one of the mega mucosas, which is going to help rebuild the gut. So remember, right now, more than ever, heal the gut, boost your immunity, heal the gut, help with the gut brain connection. And then obviously, there's so many other things that are connected to this. So I'm excited to see, and you can touch on how people get their information to you um, and win this raffle prize.
Yes, absolutely. So thank you so much. That's so exciting. And anyone that is like intrigued and listening to this whole conversation, put your name in the box because you will be so happy that you did. All you got to do is go to drbrandyvictory.com. That's D-R-B-R-A-N-D-Y, victory like the cheer. Com. And uh, the, just there'll be a video at the top and just scroll down. You can put your email and your name in. And anybody who comes in within the next week will have ability to be in the draw for the raffle to get the total gut restoration program. That is awesome. Yay. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Um, gosh, well, man, I just, this conversation has been lovely and I have so many more questions, as you know, um, is there anything that you can recommend just as we leave our listeners today, what they can do right now to increase their microbial diversity? Yeah. And I think in summary, just, um, and I'm always, I'm always questing for that myself, but I think, you know, green leafy vegetables, obviously eating your veggies, um, now we are very fortunate and, and winter's coming, you know, but being outside is a huge part of that.